All right, y'all, welcome to week two of the Sportsroom Courtroom. Uh, here are your first two debaters with the topic, is there such thing as being a clutch player? Begin. All right, so to start off, I just want to start off by giving the de definition of clutch. So the definition of clutch is denoting or occurring in a crit critical situation in which the outcome of a game or competition is at stake. So whenever I thought of the argument of clutch player, I immediately thought of multiple different sports of where it was moments in the game uh, where it was, it was just a big moment in the game. And it doesn't even have to be like, for instance, whoever made the most buzzer beaters or whoever, you know, just stuff at the end of the game. I think when it comes to being clutch, I feel like there's a lot more points throughout a game. And I looked up, uh, you know, well, I looked up buzzer, who has the most buzzer beaters like ever in history. And I, I know one of the arguments is going to be, you know, oh, well, he shot this many times and he missed this many times. Well, LeBron James, within 10 seconds of a game, he's seven for 11 within the final 10 seconds of a game shooting a buzzer beater. That's uh, one of the arguments that I wanted to make because that shows that he's also efficient as well as he's showing up in a moment of the game where it determines the game. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's a pivotal point in the game. Also, since we're on the topic of LeBron, uh, another, another way I wanted to show that he's clutch is his elimination game record stats, just stuff like that. Elimination games uh, in his career, he's played in 22 elimination games. And in those games, he's 13 for nine. That's more of a team stat to me, but in regards to him in those 22 games, he's averaging 34 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, one block and 1.7 steals. And that just shows that in those moments where you have to show up for your team, he's done that. So it's on me. This is my opening statement. So in my opinion, I lost the belief in there such being a clutch player. And this is the reason why. So first, like, like Kel said, he already gave us a definition, but if you look in the terms of basketball, Clutch plays or clutch time is defined as minutes when the scoring margin is within five points or fewer um, minutes in the game. So like five minutes or fewer minutes in the game, right? So this is how people come up with these analytics saying, oh, this person is clutch, this person scores this amount in this amount of time. Um, in my opinion, I lost belief in that because I just think that it's all statistical. No matter what, at the end of the day, you're going to put the ball in your best player's hands, number one. Number two, you're going to put it in the person's hands that either has a better shooting percentage than everybody else on the team. It comes down to stats. It's not about being clutch. It's not about being anything. There's no such thing. It all comes back down to stats. And I'm going to explain my reasons why as this debate goes along. But like, like Kel said, he brought it up. He brought up LeBron. He brought up Kobe. He brought up Michael Jordan. All these people are considered clutch. Obviously, yeah, they're going to get the ball in late game situations. But who else would you give the ball to? Um, any team that you have, it could be the, let's talk about the Sacramento Kings as of right now, right? They're not the greatest team. They don't have a bona fide all-star on that team, but you know who the star is. And you know, nine times out of 10, at the end of the game, the ball is going to be in De'Aaron Fox's hands, right? So that's just an example of no matter what, in a clutch, quote unquote, clutch moment of the game, the ball has to be in somebody's hands. So there's no such thing as a clutch player is going to be in somebody's hands. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be your best guy or your best shooter. So that's all I got to say. That's my opening statement. Just heard the opening statement from both Shannon and Kel. We're on to rebuttals. Kel, you're up. Okay, cool. So my rebuttal to what Shannon just said is, yes, uh, I do agree that, you know, in those clutch moments, you do want the ball in your best players, you know, best pair of hands. One, well, one player that I can think of right now that we would say 
would would be clutch and he wasn't necessarily the best player on his team he may have been the best shooter but he wasn't the best player we can look at ray allen for instance ray allen on the celtics ray allen on the heat he was not their best player he may have been one of the best shooters on that team but just look at the year that he made that big shot for the heat the the shot that he made for the heat right there everybody thought lebron you know lebron or d-way was going to be the one to make that clutch shot but it ended up being ray allen on just a kick out to where he got the ball but he made the shot in a moment where it was critical for them. They could have went home and they may not have won that ring if Ray Allen didn't uh, make that shot. Also for the Celtics, he wasn't the best player on the Celtics. He may have been the best shooter, but he wasn't the player. I wouldn't say he was the best player on the Celtics, but he also made multiple buzzer beaters on the Celtics when the ball could have been in someone else's hands. Shan, it's on you. Wow, that hurt. He brought up my boy Ray. All right, cool. So I'm going to say that I, I definitely agree with you. Maybe Ray Allen wasn't the best player on the Celtics, but you know, Paul Pierce, is one of the, well, I, I would say he's up there for most buzzer beaters of all time or game-winning shots. But at the end of the day, the ball can go to anybody in any situation. So let's focus on specifics, right? If you look at percentages, uh, depending on who you say is clutch, the numbers could be skewed. If you need a two, you're going to go to a certain guy. Like, for example, on the Lakers, you're going to go to Shaq. If there's five minutes left in the game and you need somebody to get a bucket, you're going to give it to him because nine times out of 10, he's going to get a bucket, depending on his, his percentage that night. Um, or just overall. Then on top of that, if you need a three, just like you said, Ray Allen, obviously it was a kick out. Yeah, Ray made the shot. I mean, oh, it's so clutch, but no, it's because his percentage as a shooter is ridiculous. He's a three-point shooter and that's what he's brought into the game to do. So for example, in, in the LA Lakers in the 2000s era, you had a guy like Robert Ory. He's going to hit that three when you need it. They're not going to give it to Kobe or Shaq to shoot a three. So that's why I'm saying being a clutch person or a clutch player in the NBA is a facade. Um, and, and that's the reason why I say it. And I see I ran out of time, but I, yeah. That's good stuff. Keep going at each other. That's good. All right. All right. So now we're going to get into the cross examinations. Well, Shannon, take this damn. Uh, you, you question him. Let's get to it. All right. So one thing that I do want to bring up is when we're, we're talking about, you know, clutch players and shots and doing this and that. But one thing I do want to bring up is, you know, not being clutch in situations in the NBA where you're not being clutch. And I feel like that will help bring out more of what it means to be a clutch player. I know people, you know, have, have bashed him. He's been bashed. He's been, you know, criticized for this. But in critical moments when it does matter in the most important time of the season, Chris Paul has not showed up for his team as much as, you know, some people will want him to. And I feel like that goes into him not being as clutch as he should. There's been games in his career where he's, he's made that big shot. He's made the, the shot at the buzzer. He's made the, the pass at the buzzer. But I do feel like him not showing up in the biggest moments of, you know, basically the, the, the playoffs, really, I feel like that goes into to more so saying that there can be clutch players. Another thing that I also want to ask you is when, when you say that, when you, when you made your point about, you know, the ball going to the best player's hands uh, and, you know, the player, you know, with the, the shot or whatever. So let me ask you, if it's situational though, mm -hmm. and in, in, re, in regards to the shot in Miami, that ball wasn't supposed to go to Ray Allen. That play wasn't right. for him. So right. in regards to that, where you said like, you know, it's supposed to, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, in my opinion, I think it's just a catch and shoot situation that he's used to. That's why it's just like, even if you listen to his, his interview about it, it's, oh yeah, no. It's catch and shoot. I've done that a thousand times in my career, and that's what I'm, I, I know that I could do. So in my opinion, that's the reason why I say it's not really clutch. He doesn't even feel that it was clutch. It was just another shot in that point in time. Some good questions. Some good questions. All right, Shannon, it's on you now. 
All right, bet. All right, Kel, here we go. Here we go. This is just prime time, baby. All right, Kel, let, let's ask you this. The Max Kellerman question. Why do you think it, taught, why do you think it caused so much outrage regarding Iggy or Steph? Who's going to take that last shot? Why do you think it caused so much outrage, him taking Iguodala? I feel like one of the reasons that it, it caused so much outrage is because what Steph has done up to that point. Iggy has been a great player. He's, he's, he showed up. He's, I mean, he's a, he was a finals MVP. But right. I think more so when we talk about Max Kellerman, everybody knows he, he makes points. It's, it's entertainment. He makes points for entertainment. But okay. what I do want to say about that point that he made was is everybody knows that I think he was more so saying it. Everybody knows that at that point in the game, the big shot is going to Steph. So I think okay. he was more so saying that the ball would go to Iggy because no one would expect Iggy to make a shot. But like you said, gotcha. he's an EA player. He can knock down a shot. If that ball comes to him, he's wide open. He's a player that he feels like he can make that shot. He's supposed to do it. He's done it a lot. Okay, bet. Let me ask you some rapid fire questions. All right, bet. Hypothetically speaking, LeBron and Steph end up on the same team. Who you take? Who who you who you gonna give the last shot to? Like you said, what situation are we in? Are we down by three? Uh, okay, uh, three. If we're, uh, it's gonna, I'm gonna give the ball to Steph. In, okay. in that situation, I'm gonna give All the ball. All right, why though? Why? It's it's just a better situation. Steph is a better three point shooter. My than point. LeBron. Percentage, right? Yeah. All right, Kobe and Jordan on the same team. Who you got taking the last shot? I'm just gonna have to give it to Jordan because. Over time, Jordan has been more efficient when it comes to shots like that. Kobe, he can make threes, but he hasn't been as efficient as Jordan has. We're in the last lap. We're going to go with the second rebuttal. Have at it. All right. So for my second rebuttal, I, I, I almost forgot this point, but I did want to make this point. My second rebuttal to being a clutch player is clutch doesn't have to necessarily, you know, doesn't have to necessarily, you know, deal with scoring. Uh, I just want to say Draymond, for instance, there's been, I, I want to say the, the Nugget series in general, there was a play where I think uh, the uh, Jokic had scored like six in a row or something like that. He came down the court, he posted Draymond up. Draymond got a steal, he outlaid the ball. It led to the, the, the Warriors going on a, it led to the Warriors going on a 13 to two run at that point. And then they ended up winning that game and then they ended up winning the next. And then that was the end of the series. I do want to say that was a clutch moment in the game because it came down to a moment where it was critical. The, the, the Nuggets, they were going on a run. Jokic was getting hot, one of their best players. He made a play on defense that was a clutch moment. If, if Jokic scores there again and, you know, the, the Warriors have to call a timeout, who knows what happens. I'm not going to say the Nuggets are going to win that series, but that was a moment where it was clutch. It was in a moment where, you know, the game was at stake and he made a play, but it didn't have to do with scoring. All right, Shannon, you're up. Second rebuttal. Let's get it. All right, cool. So I'm glad you brought up the point of defense. Honestly, in my opinion, I'm, I'm going to talk about defense, but I'm going to switch back to the offense in a little bit. So in my opinion, in terms of defense and, and being clutch on D or, or a different part of the game, I think it's just effort level. That's just you stepping up in a certain moment of time and just putting more effort into it. I, I wouldn't say it's just being clutch or, or whatever you, you may think it is. I just think it's, hey, you know, we need to stop. And I'm going to give it my all to get this stop. It happens in 21. You got a guy that's about to score 21. Everybody on the court goes, how much you got? 19, 20, whatever it is. Everybody's like, hey, yo, nah, it's over for him. You feel me? So at the end of the day, it's, I wouldn't call that clutch. It's just, I don't want to lose. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, if you got, uh, uh, if you want to take a look at, oh, who hit the most game winning shots, there's going to be a list. Kobe, Mike, and LeBron for game winning situations. But who else do you want to have the ball in that situation? Who are you going to give it to? You're going to, you're going to give it to Kwame Brown, Bill Cartwright, Matthew Delavadova. Like, let's, let's be real here. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I'm saying that. It's going to be in the star's hands every single time. 
And that's the reason why they're considered clutch. All right, all right. Both good points. We're on to the closing statements. Kel? All right, so my closing statement is, you know, especially in regarding to what, uh, you know, what, you, what like your last two statements, I do want to, I do want to, it's sort of a question, but you don't have to answer the question. It's just, you know, putting it into the air. So I do want to say, and a lot of times it definitely comes up when people are debating, just like how we were saying, you know, when the ball got kicked out to Ray Allen, uh, if you gave the ball to Kwame Brown in a moment like that, especially when it comes up to debating, say Ray Allen does miss that shot. What people say, he's, he's not, a, he's not clutch. Say LeBron missed way more, you know, buzzer beaters than he's made like in his career what people call him not a clutch player. I feel like because he has made, you know, a plethora of those shots, he's and he's also shot at an efficient rate, that just make it makes him a clutch player because he comes up in those moments. I feel like being a clutch player, it's, it's definitely solidified and it's something that, you know, is definite because you can be a player that shies away from those moments. You can be a player that, you know, doesn't show up in those moments. There's players in the NBA who are stars, but, don't have as many, you know, clutch moments as that. And some of them might just shy away from the moment, but some of them, just like you, how you said, where they have higher energy, some of them step up for that moment. So they want to take that shot. It's been, it's been times where LeBron has been criticized for not wanting to take that last shot, but you can look over his career. He has taken that shot and he's shown that he can be a clutch player. All right, Shannon, closing statement. Let's go. All right. In my opinion, I'm not knocking the fact that guys can't step up in big moments or, whatever the case may be. But my argument is there's no such thing as being a clutch player. It all boils down to the stats. If you look at it, you will understand what I am talking about. So for example, let's start with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was nine for 18 in the final 24 seconds of, of uh, his, his career, right? So five for, 11, five for 11 in the final 10 seconds. That's 50% in 24 second mark. And in the 10 second mark, he's 45%. During his career, he shot 49.7% from the field. His highest contract was $33 million, and that was at the end. Of, that was his last season, right? So you better make that shot if I'm paying you $33 million. Kobe, 7 for 28 in the last 24 seconds, 5 for 22 in the final 10 seconds. 24 seconds, he's 25%. 10 seconds, he's 22%. So, but in his career, he's 44.7% from the field. So it boils down to statistics. Even though his is a little off, but he's going to have to take that shot because who else is going to take the shot in L.A. during his prime? Um, he was getting $323 million at the last uh, little bit of his contract. So you better make that shot. LeBron, 8 for 20 in the final 24 seconds. And in the final 10 seconds, he's 6 for 11. In the 24-second mark, he's 40% from the field. In the final 10 seconds, he's 54%. His career percentage is 50.5% from the field. His biggest contract has been $343.8 million. If I'm paying you that much money, you have to make that shot. I'm going to make sure the ball's in your hand to take the shot. So that's my point. There's no such thing as being a clutch player. When you're getting paid that much money, I'm going to give you the ball to shoot in that situation. You're going to have more opportunity to do it. That's what I'm saying, damn it. Um, order. Yeah, order, order in the court. So I'll start. I'm going to go down kind of each section that y'all did, starting with the opening statement, and kind of like critique y'all before I give y'all my decision of who I think won. So Kale started it with the defini definition of clutch. I like that, starting out, you know, just kind of solidifying your topic. Um, and then you kind of gave your own definition. So I really liked how you gave, like, the – dictionary definition than your own definition. Um, I thought your stats were good about LeBron going seven for 11 uh, in the last 10 seconds. That's a good stat. I mean, 
you make shots like that at the end of the game, like it's hard to hard to argue. Uh, and he did well in elimination games. And you gave the stats for that. So I liked how you started off with the stats. Um, and then, yeah, you said stats about LeBron showing up for the team. Shannon, on his, uh, you know, opening statement, uh, you know, you gave your point. You don't believe in clutch. Uh, and I like how you kind of went right back at him from the start saying clutch is all statistics um, and kind of like the points that he made. You were just like, like, that's all stats. Like, I like that. Uh, and then you gave the point that Sacramento Kings will have the ball in the air in Fox hands. At the end of the game, you're giving the ball to their best player. I thought that was a good point. It didn't seem strong to me at the beginning. I, didn't, I felt like you didn't have enough time to prove that point a lot, but I felt like you made it up down the road with that point a lot. Um, the rebuttal, I really liked Kale's rebuttal uh, when he's talking about Ray Allen being clutch. Um, every, he said everybody thought, you know, LeBron would take the last shot, which he did, but everybody thought LeBron would make the last shot. And I thought him talking about Ray Allen and how, you know, the ball finds clutch players at the end of games and they make clutch plays. I like that point a lot. I thought that was a really good point um, because it does seem that way a lot of the time. Shannon's rebuttal. Uh, I feel like you wanted to focus more on the like how the game is played, which I like that you kind of took it away from the stats. You're saying like, if there was a two pointer, right? If you needed a two pointer, like who are you gonna give the ball to? If you need a three-pointer, who are you gonna give the ball to? I thought that was a really good point to counter because it had me thinking like, okay, he's thinking more basketball than just about statistics. Like there's more to the game. So I really like that point. Uh, like you said, you said, give it to Shaq if you need a two, give it to Ray Allen, you need a three. You, you said Robert Ori isn't clutch for hitting big shots. He, it was just situational. Like he just caught and shot it. I think that really helped your point. And I thought that was a good point because at the end of the day, that's exactly what Ray Allen did. He just caught it and shot it in a similar situation, Robert Rory Ray Allen, right? Uh, going into the cross-examination, um, Kale said, you know, that critical moments, in critical moments, uh, it does matter in important times. And Chris Paul hasn't been showing up in important moments and critical moments. That's another good point. And he considered him not clutch, which I thought was, I don't know. I don't know if I would consider uh, Chris Paul clutch because of how he doesn't show up in those moments, but we have seen him show up and shoot a good percentage in, like Kel was saying, in final 10 seconds, whatever, percentage-wise. So bringing up Chris Paul specifically, I think, hurt you a little bit just with that point. Uh, I didn't think you – I thought you could ask more questions in your cross-examination. I thought, you know, if you would have asked Shannon rapid-fire questions, it would have furthered your point more, and I thought you spent just furthering your point yourself a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, that cross-examination for Shannon, um, you kind of said Ray Allen's shot was not really clutch. Uh, it was just catch and shoot. And I was like, <laughs> that was a clutch shot. <laughs> You're tripping. That's definitely a clutch shot. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't feeling you on that point. Um, but I liked your energy in the cross-examination, asking questions, you know, getting hype when he wasn't really responding. I thought that was a smart move by him to like lengthen the, you know, lengthen the question. Um, but then you asked the question, you know, LeBron or Steph end a game situation. Kel said Steph because he's a better three-point shooter. Just that's what he was saying about percentages. You said Kobe or Jordan. He said Jordan because he's better percentages. Like he's going to make the shot. Kel was really sticking to his percentage point there. I thought that was good. To, he just stayed true to what he was talking about. Didn't kind of like switch up, change his point throughout. Second rebuttal, I really thought this was the best point. One of the best points of the debate 
when you said clutch doesn't have to deal with scoring. Draymond Green's a good example of that. Um, Shannon, second rebuttal. I liked your comeback on this. That defense is effort level. It's not being clutch, and you should have it all the time, like being a good defender. But, like, the 21 example was good because when I don't have 21 in a game of 21 or I'm close, and somebody else got they're close to 21, I'm locking up. Like, I give them my ultimate effort. So people do go – hard on defense when they need to like sometimes they'd be chilling but I thought that was a good point um and then you asked who you're giving the ball to at the end of the game and everybody knows like that is who you, you give the ball to the best player at the end of the game that's just what it is that's a fact like I couldn't even argue that I thought it was a good point and then so closing statements I thought you guys both really hammered your points um Kel he said you know just a lot of shots and if, and if you shoot an efficient rate at a lot of shots at the end of the game, it's just solidified, definite as clutch. That's just the name of the game. You know, you shoot a lot of those shots and you make a lot of them. That's how you're going to be known and people are going to know you as clutch. And that's just, that's facts. And Shannon, uh, you said no such thing as a clutch player hammering your point. Stats are kind of just, you know, up in the air, like 50, if, if, MJ shooting 50% all year from the field and he's the best percentage shooter on your team, you're going to give the ball to him and he better shoot that same goddamn percentage for the freaking, for the freaking buzzer beater. And I thought that was a really, really good point. I thought that was a really good point. I thought you guys did. I thought this was a good debate. You guys are throwing haymakers. Um, God, it was hard for me to choose, but Kel, you got, you got it. You got me on it. You got me. Man, this was a toughie. This is the toughie. I'm not going to give my answer until the end. So, off the rip, I love the way you I love the way you slid on the on the opening statement with the uh with the intro. That was fire. All you can never go wrong like when you write an essay, you can never go wrong with the definition to start. You know what I mean? So that was a great I, I that was a great, a great entry. You slid on that for sure. Shannon, mask your mask, mask your your sliding level on the on the on the um the intro though. You know, he mentioned he gave a definition for what a clutch play is. You know, when when the scoring margin is, is five minutes or less, he argued that you know being clutch is, is about stats and not a, a so-called clutch gene. Um, and the best player will always get the last shot, which made me counter your point. You gave the point about LeBron and how he's seven for 11 with 10 seconds or less. Uh, that was a great statistic that you gave that made me think, but Shannon's point made me think as well. And by the end of both the intros, I didn't know what to think. So I'm going to call that a tie. Um, <clears throat> the strength of the rebuttal. Um, I agreed with Shannon's point of the best player, giving the, the Ray Allen example, um, you know, with being the best shooter, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't agree. Kel actually agreed with Shannon's point. Um, being the best shooter and not the best player, how the ball went to LeBron first, though, before it got to Ray Allen. LeBron took that last shot. Um, it just so happened that Ray Allen, the ball was tipped out to Ray Allen. If the ball was never tipped out by Chris Bosh, people would have probably said LeBron isn't clutch. Rebound Bosh. 
back out to Allen. He's three pointer. Bang. Bang. <laughs> so that bang wouldn't have been possible without, you know, LeBron's miss. However, Shannon countered with the Robert Ory scenario. And I think you shot yourself in the foot with that because just like that same situation, not only did Kobe take the first shot, Shaq took the second shot, who were their two best players. And then the ball was accidentally tipped out by a dumbass Vadi Divac to, to Big Shot Bob. You feel me? So I got to get that one to Kel. Got to get that one to Kel. Um, with the cross-examination, I gave that to Shannon off the rip because Kel didn't ask a question until 10 seconds left. So there really wasn't a chance for any type of uh, cross-examination. And Shannon made Kel contradict himself with the, a more efficient three-point shooter with the Steph versus LeBron and giving the ball to Steph instead of LeBron. LeBron is probably considered more clutch. However, Kel agreed that he would give the ball to Steph because he's a better shooter. So that kind of went in Shannon's favor. So I gave him that. Um, second rebuttal, um, just like Jordan said, I got to go with Shannon on that because he made the, the agreeable point with the, the effort in the 21. I'm, if anybody knows me in basketball, you know, I'm not the greatest defender, to say the least. But I'll be damned if I don't turn to Marcus Smart for that last point. So, <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta get that one to Shannon. That point had me. That was, that was, a, um, that was a nice jab right there. So the closing, Kel argued that it's not just about efficiency, but efficiency in those specific crucial moments that define what being clutch is. So Shannon, the whole time, I felt like he was arguing about stats, which is true, which, which really made me think. Um, and Kel argued that while efficiency is a factor, but it's also about efficiency in those moments. Um, so I gave that one to Kel. And then just the use of facts and examples, um, I think Shannon had it. Shannon has has a really good debate style. Um, you know, he has he has a real good he, he used statistics in real life scenarios better. Um, Kel made a really good point with the Ray Allen scenario, but that was really the only scenario that I um, agreed with. So I'm gonna go ahead and just get to my my verdict here. Um, and I'm gonna give it to Kel. Ain't no way. <laughs> On, but, but I'm gonna tell you why, though. I'm gonna tell you why. Because Shannon, you had me at the effort point. All right, let me tell you. You will be held in contempt. But no, so so really, Shannon was throwing jabs the whole time. Jab right, jab left, and, and Kel was taking it, but he was getting a little woozy. But the haymaker for me was really like a self-inflicted haymaker. When Shannon brought up the, the Robert Ory, that was that your points were like, were really good with the real life scenarios and the stats you had me. But then when you brought up that Robert Ory, I was like, hold on. How did he get the ball? You know what I mean? And it just happened that Kobe took that first shot, who was considered their most clutch player. Then Shaq took that second shot. And the only reason Big Shot Bob got the rock was because was by happenstance. So, yeah, man, I got to get that one to Kel. On a, and a nail-biter, though. A nail-biter. Man, that's just – you hate to see it, man. You hate to see it. You hate to see Johnny Cocker go down because you should damn sure agree with <laughs> You can debate for sure, but yeah, man, you you hate to see it. So my my drawers pretty much summed it up. So there's no need for me to you know be long winded about it. Uh, Y'all just gave some great points. You feel me? But 
unfortunately bring out the broom, I had to decide what came Ain't no way. Ain't no you know, way. You know, it was close. Like, you're a great debater, fam. You really are, but can't can't give it to you. So, Kel, congratulations, sir. You advance to the next round. Fellas, I appreciate it. You know, it Shannon, Shannon, come back. Shannon, come back. Hey man. It was great. It was it was great, but we gotta get you up. We gotta get you on up out of here, brother. Y'all, hey, y'all went at it. That was dope. Uh, great. It was just no, a good if, point. Bro, if I'm playing great defense on me in 21 and I still and I still like a great shot over that great defense, what am I? Hey, hey, y'all hear that? It takes effort for me to make the shot, don't it? Y'all don't hear that? About the I'm saying, but effort goes both ways. I see what you're saying. It sounds like a guy that got sweet this talking. Shut up! I mean, sweat this talking. <laughs> Join the janitor club! Oh, wait. I just got swept too, so I'm talking too. <laughs>